what's going on everybody welcome back to big dog's porch come on up and grab a seat man so uh today is tuesday and it's late 7 30 in the evening and as you can hear i am still battling a head cold man when i was younger it just used to be so easy right and now i'm older and it's not so easy and there's a number of reasons right so today's taco tuesday until i can think of a better name because <laughs> like i don't know turkey tuesday i don't know but what i want to talk today about is all things food weight loss today's going to be very general right because I think I've started to get everybody in this house sick, so nobody wanted to help me out with the weigh-in. So the weigh-in is going to wait one more week. Um, I will have that uh, next Tuesday. Um, so today we're just going to sit there and talk about generalities. Listen, you know, it's, it's, it's really funny. I saw a tweet the other day that was like... Um, about food addiction right and it is you know nobody's talking about it when it comes to being obese as an addiction or at least I haven't heard that many people talking about it you know we we, we talk about heroin addiction opiate addiction cigarettes addiction is the hardest addictions to get rid of the the thing for me is and i've never been addicted to heroin i've never been addicted to opiates so i'm not downplaying those addictions right i've i've had people where i'm you know since i'm an uber driver i get up in the morning time and i take them to the methadone clinic every morning Uh, well i don't take them per se every morning but i'm taking you know passengers every morning just about it and But to me, okay, only to me in my mindset, while those addictions are hard, the thing is, is I don't need heroin to live. I don't need cigarettes to live. I don't need opiates to live. Now, maybe that's part of probably what part of the addiction tells me that I need it. But in fact, I don't need it. But we do need food. You understand, right? We need sustenance. We need the, all the minerals for our bodies. And just like with your mind, where I'm talking about making a decision, and when you, when you make a decision with all the negative information that we have in our mind, that a lot of times our mind rejects the decision because of all the data we put in, which is bullshit data. Well, same thing goes with losing weight. Look, to me, just let's get this out there. To me, diet is one of my two dirtiest words in the English language. The other one is job. Uh, Not saying that, I mean, because I've held jobs before, right? But at least for me, 
right? Again, I go back to the point, you know, two and a half years ago, I quit my last full-time job and I swear I'll never call another man or woman my boss again. I'm going to work. See, work is not a bad word. Work is a good word. Diet is a bad word. And diet has that same connotation that quitting smoking does, right? Because you hear about how hard it is, right? I mean, we've done shows, you know, Biggest Loser, My 600-Pound Life, and all these things that are just telling us how hard it is to lose weight. Especially when you get into my area of weight, right? My my zone, I guess, whatever you want to sit there and call it, right? My level of fatness. You're morbidly obese. See, but, you know, I, I have discovered, I, I am a, a stress eater and I am a depressed eater, right? Um, and I have been depressed for a good part of my life. And I've been stressed off and on. Now, it's funny because there are some stresses that actually seem to help me. It makes me think clearer. Uh, perform a little bit better and it's usually in those avenues of where uh, you know entrepreneurial right but you know the normal stresses of a nine to five job seven to whatever you know I'm just nine to five is the old saying right those stresses are not good for me right the, the stresses of, of everything else you know, it's interesting. I read a study just a few months ago. I don't remember the name of the study, and 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 I need to start writing these studies down so I can sit there and tell y'all how to go look for them and, and read for yourself. I don't want you to just take my word for it. Uh, sorry about that. I just had to cough real quick, like, so I muted you. I don't want you to just take my word for it. I don't want to be the source. Okay, I, I don't mind being the portal for you to go through me to get to the source, but I don't want to be the source. The, and the reason that is, is because if, if I'm the source and then I say something that pisses you off, then you're going to stop coming to me. And then who knows how long it's going to be before you find another source. So I'd rather be the portal directing you to the spots. Anyways, the study sat there and said that how worrying about money has a lot of negative effects on your life. Stress. And the study actually said, went, you know, one step further, that, that the, the anxiousness, the anxiety over money causes you to lose IQ points. So, like I said, the, you know, the stress, which then the stress sits there and, and, and causes you to release, you know, uh, you know, the bad hormones, cortisol and stuff like that, which just sends your body into no good, right? Now, we're going to be talking about all those things, and hopefully when I, when I finally get this show to, you know, big enough that I can start inviting other people on who are more knowledgeable than me uh, 
you know, I can just tell you what I've learned in my battle with it. You know, I, I remember one time I went to my son and I said, look, I, I know everything there is to lose about weight. And my son goes, why are you still fat? <laughs> I love him. Because he's a chip off the old block. Because that's a, that's a that's the type of asshole thing I would say to a friend of mine or to my own brother, right? So my son said it to me. And I just looked at him and just had this big old smile of pride on my face. I got you. No worries. And I am proud of him. But... <clears throat> point is we learn a lot right but it's just like you know decisions right if there's no actions behind the decisions then you didn't make a decision right you can have all the knowledge in the world but until you put that knowledge into action it's nothing it's nothing so we need we need to learn and then and then act upon that knowledge and that's what i'm starting to do so tonight I had, uh, so I, I got, and I posted it up on, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter when I got it in my first butcher box in December. And I want to thank Joe Rogan for that because, uh, he was talking about butcher box that, you know, all the beef in there is grass fed beef, which there have been shown, there have been studies that show that when you actually eat grass fed beef versus the other beef, it has more beneficial effects for you. Uh, so those those that's what I want us to eat, consume more than anything else. So, anyways, I, I got butcher box. <coughs> Sorry, the cough again. As I'm talking, it's drying my throat out, and then it's just I just want to hack and cough all the time. So I'm I'm probably gonna you know, do just an abbreviated show today. But part of the butcher's box when I ordered was like, okay, you get uh, two pounds of wild Alaskan salmon, Pacific salmon, right? Sockeye, which is really one of the best salmons you want. Oh, God, it is so pink. Oh, my God. You can just tell the difference. Like when you buy the farm-raised or even if you get the Atlantic salmon, which is still better than the farm-raised salmon, right? But it's still not as pink as that Alaskan salmon. I mean, there's just something about that Alaskan salmon. Um, and it's just so good for you. Anyways, we got a new uh, Ninja Air Fryer, right? And so I just put it on there, Air Crisp. Ten minutes, it's done. You know, we, my wife uh, uh, marinated it, made some broccoli. Uh, I'm the only one who was eating. But one of the things that I said, so we're going to start off with some tips right now. One of the things that I decided in December that what I wanted to do in January when I, when I started my journey to get to my healthy weight was that I was going to eat every meal at the table. I mean, think about this, right? A lot of families don't do that anymore. 
they sit around the TV, they're watching TV, stuff in their face. So they're not being conscious over what they're putting in their, their, in, in their face. Even if, even if the mom cooks, they're still sitting around the TV eating, right? And they're just, so they're not being conscious. It's, it's, it's like it's an, you know, an automated effort, right? It's, they're not conscientiously taking a bite. So I'm, I made a couple decisions, right? I decided that I was going to eat every meal at the table. Well, let me take that back. I was going to eat every dinner at the table. I really need to get to the point where I say every meal. But we'll start with dinner. Okay, so that's that's the basis of my thing. So, okay, I'm... I'm going all over the place sorry let me refocus here for a second okay so the decision was is to eat dinner at the table no matter what it is that we're having for dinner and to put my fork down between every bite and when my wife is sitting across the table i'm not allowed to pick up my fork for another bite until we have spoken three sentences to each other three In that way, my body can enjoy the food, I can enjoy the taste in my mouth, the texture, all the, the nuances that goes with the food. And it also gives my, see, because one of the things that happens is, is that we, when we are fat, we gorge eat. So it's like, you know, we're a Dyson or a Hoover vacuum cleaner, right? We just, and it's gone. You know, my wife has always asked me, did you enjoy that? Yes, I did. It was delicious. Did you even taste it? Yes, I did. It was delicious. But did I really? <clears throat> so. So. I want to slow down okay because so i read jillian michael's book that she released several years ago i remember i took that book to a doctor and he told me it was full of crap and um the book from jillian michaels um hold on a second i'm gonna get it for you Master your metabolism, right? And um, she's got several other books, right? But she's master your metabolism. Now, in this book, it it talks about you know the different hormones in our body and how they work together against each other, you know. So there are there is a hormone that our brain releases that says we're hungry. So then you know your stomach starts to rumble, feels empty, you know you get that hunger pains, right? Well when you gorge eat, there's another hormone that your brain releases that says we're full. Well when you gorge eat, you blow right past that full or your brain will switch off and say I'm full. You blow right past it. 
So then your brain says, oh, this is the point where we should shut off. Well, guess what you do next time? You, you know, you, 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 you nudge it up a little bit more. You nudge it up a little bit more. You nudge it up a little bit more. So now I have to train my brain, retrain my brain, break the addiction. Because the addiction comes from the gorging, which then releases the endorphins in our brain. And you get that, like, yes, that satiated feeling, right? So now I have to learn to eat and enjoy the taste, enjoy the texture, and not look for that endorphin rush. So I'm, I'm having to train myself use food as it was meant to be used nutrition instead of using it as a drug which I have been doing for God knows how long over over 30 years about 30 years see this is to me why drugs addiction and the food addiction because you need the food to sustain see in my mind the the way my logic works it's the other one i don't need to to, to sustain life that's why it wasn't that difficult for me when i finally made the decision to quit smoking but you see you need food so you have to reprogram your brain to use food the way it was meant to be used instead of the addiction purpose. And that's 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 going to be tough, you know? That that's going to be the toughest thing. And it's a slow process and that's why, you know, in I'm not looking for the big weight loss at the beginning that so many other people have when they start to lose weight. Because the problem is, is that, you know, people sit there and say, well, that should inspire you. And it does until you hit that wall. And it's, there's always going to be a wall. And you see, when you hit that wall, and then you get discouraged, and then the old habits start creeping back in. And you, you, you know, you go back to doing that which you always done. And like Les Brown says, if you always do what you always did, you'll always get what you always got. So what I'm wanting to do, and, and this is one of the things that I disagree with the, the weight loss industry as it is now, trainers, nutritionists, is, is okay, let's... Because they're, they're expecting us to go from 0 to 100. You understand what I'm saying? Where do you go after 100? Because I'm not a believer of, of over 100. I'm going to give 120%. No. It's 100%. 100%. That's the max. Everything up over 100%, you know, that they talk about is just like empty motivational bullcrap to try to trick you into thinking that you can give more than 100%. If I'm giving you 100%, 
I'm giving you everything I got. And see, a lot of the, the way that personal trainers and nutritionists talk is they want me to give 100% at the jump. Where can I go from there? Nowhere except down, right? So what I want is give me 20% to start. Then we'll go up to 30%. Then we'll go up to 40%. So, <clears throat> that was my son, by the way. I thought I hit the mute button, but it doesn't look like I did. Uh, we got the soundproof tiles in today. Remember, I was telling you about that on the other show, that I, you know, because of the decision that I made, I, I was talking to my daughter about it, too, and I was like, man, I'm actually, like, understanding. And now that I'm looking at all these tiles, I'm going, like, I thought I'd gotten enough for the room, but it's not enough. <laughs> so I'm going to have to order some more. My wife is probably not going to like it, but I'm going to order some more because I, I want to soundproof this room out. Um, but back to the food part, right? So they, they want us to start at 100, but then there's nowhere to go except down. So I'm like, why don't we start at 20%, right? So, you know, starting yesterday... You know, I was going to make some changes, but I've been battling this head cold. And everybody knows that when you're sick, you want the things that make you feel good, right? Comfortable, right? So instead of fighting the freaking cold and everything, and then dealing with the whole, because it's a head cold, so I already got a headache, sinus headache, you know, the sinus pressure, all that stuff. I am not going to deal with the pressure, the, the headache that I get from when I stop drinking Pepsi. So yes... If you just heard that, that's a Pepsi. And I will get rid of it when I get healthy. Maybe I, I know a lot of you out there are saying, well, maybe you should get rid of that and you will be healthy. Maybe. But I've been drinking it for 30 years and I usually don't get sick. But I think it's just all catching up with me, right? I'm part of a couple of Facebook family groups, right? That uh, one is juicing, a juicing family group. And and another one is I love natural remedies and natural food for health. And a lot of times, you know, they post these memes that's, you know, basically say, you know, you are what you put in your mouth, Right. You can either put in food that gives you life, or you can put in food that gives you death. Right? And, I'm, you know, I need to, I'm, and I'm doing that, but at a, at a gradual thing. You know, too many times these diets that they put us on. Now, my wife and daughter started the keto diet, right? And they come to me and they're like, well, we can't eat any of this stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm starting to incorporate juices. And one of the things that I always do to cut some of the vegetable juices is I use an apple for a little bit of sweetener. Well, we can't have apple 
in the keto diet. Well, then you can't have my juices. Well, what's the purpose of the juice machine? Well, you can drink the vegetable juices without the apple. But I'm going to cut it with with an apple just to add a little bit of sweetness to it. So, we each do that, you know, what that we think is going to work for us. And I hope that they hit their goals. I do. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not going to be a negative Nancy uh, or negative Ned or, you know, I'm, I'm going to support them in their decision. But I'm, I'm going to do me. And I'm, I'm hoping that the way that I'm going to do this is it'll, it'll be a gradual start. So I remember the first time that I started to lose weight, the first week I lost like 10, 12 pounds. Right? I was stoked. And then I started to get depressed when I got to the point where I was only losing four pounds a week, right? Because I was like, what am I doing wrong? I'm not, I'm not, I haven't changed anything. Why, why? You know, all the questions, and, and I bet you a lot of y'all know what I'm talking about when those questions start popping up, right? Like, why, why? So what I'm hoping about doing now is that, so I start off and maybe I only lose two, three, four pounds in the first week, first couple weeks. But see, I'm going to gradually raise the intensity level. So, and there's going to be three, four phases. The fourth phase is maintenance. Eh. Three phases. So phase one is is what we eat. Originally called a diet, but I just told you I really think diet is a you know four letter word, right? So what what we eat, what we consume. There, you know, there, there's, there's a plethora of information out there, you know, of, of the good foods to eat versus the bad foods to eat. I mean, we all know McDonald's is not healthy. Them French fries are banging though, ain't they? <laughs> Come on now. But we all know, we all know that the chicken you're getting from Kentucky Fried Chicken, while chicken might be good for you, they fry the fuck out of that chicken. It's not good for you. Neither is Popeye's. Neither is Chick-fil-A. Even You can get the grilled, but it's still, like, come on, right? So, what are, you, <coughs> what are we doing? Well, there, you know, there are plans out there, and I'm not about the how or what. I'm always about the why. Remember when I used to train people to go out and, and, and sell, knock on door, canvas actually, knock on doors. I used to always tell, tell them, and says, listen, you got to find their why. People don't do anything because they need to do something. I've needed to lose weight for God, at least the last 15 years of my life. But I haven't. Why do I want to lose weight? That's the key. Why? And I think I've found my why, you know. Uh, you know, as, as you know, or as Andy Grammer says in his song, I, I think I found my hallelujah, right? I, I think I found my why. And no, I'm, I'm not ready to share it yet. 
want to sit there and, and keep that personal so that it motivates me from the inside. But see, that's what I want to do with you guys. I want to help you find your why. Why? Look, I can, I can tell you some of the things that I want to do once I get healthy. For 20 years now, I've wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail. And I'm 52 years old now, so I got to do it now. And I'm going to do it before I turn 60. I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail. I'm going to start at the starting point in, in Georgia. And I'm going to hike all the way up to Maine. 2,100 miles in six months. I'm going to do it. I want to go skydiving. And I don't want to just tandem jump, you know. In the state of Virginia where I live in, you got to do so many tandem jumps before you can jump alone. I want to jump alone. So I want to go do these tandem jumps so that I can learn, and then I want to go jump. But that means I also sit, I have to, because I, I want my own shoot. I want to show up with my own shoot. You know, and then... You know, pack it all. I want to learn all of that stuff. I want to go bungee jumping off of a bridge. There's a swing. I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have seen that swing in New Zealand or Australia, wherever it is, right? I want to go do that. I want to take a romantic hot air balloon ride. Start off right before sunrise. So as we're rising up, we see the sun coming up over the horizon. Come on, guys. So, so maybe it's like really to, to, to think about the, the big why. It's kind of hard. Break it down. What do you want to do when you're healthy? So, I want to, because of my size, and I, I don't want to pay all the extra money for the suits. I remember when, a couple years ago, when I really started to lose the weight, I went and I bought my first polo shirt. I was stoked. Like, I own a polo shirt. I had polo shoes, too. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm getting, like, poloed out here. My wife laughed at me, right? When I was younger and I was skinny and healthy, I, I had a pretty good fashion sense. I want to do that again. I want to be fashionable again. Now, granted, I can't do the fashion that a lot of young people are doing because I'm older. It just won't look right on me. But I would like to, if I can, incorporate some of that stuff. So I need a professional to help me. And I remember my wife and I used to watch this show called What Not to Wear with Stacey London and Clinton Kelly, right? And, and I would love to get to the point where I get to my healthy weight. I have the surgery to remove all the loose skin. And then possibly because of my video and, and, the, and the fact that I'm going to drop her name, Stacy London says, let's go on a shopping spree. And we go and she helps me 
develop a new wardrobe, one that I want to wear. I, I, I don't want to go out of my house like I go. A couple years ago, I made the decision never to go out of the house without a collared shirt again. I used to just walk out of my house in like, you know, gym shorts and a t-shirt, right, all the time. That's why people called me Big Dog because I used to always wear their Big Dog t-shirts. So now I just sit there, you know, and wear, you know, those, you know, those crew shirts, right, collar, you know, short sleeves all the time. I made the point that I was never going to go out of the house without a collar shirt on again. And and I've been doing it consistently, right? Uh, when it gets wintertime, I, I put on Henley shirts, which is kind of like a no-collar long sleeve. But even then, I really don't want to do that. I, I really want to sit there and have a collared shirt, whether it's buttoned down, not buttoned down, whatever. I want to I wanna look good every time I go out. Look good, feel good. Well, in order to do that, I got to get healthy. What is it? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get healthy? Why? So, again, you know, we go to the point about, you know, where I was talking about my dreams. You have to write it down. Write it down. Because when you write it down, you give it life. Write it down. I've written down the things, you know, it's like, it's like my bucket list kind of sort of, you know, but it's, but it's not. I, I want to learn to fly. When I was younger, I wanted to f fly F-15s. That was the plane I wanted to fly. I can't fly F-15s now. One, they've been retired, but two, I'm too old, right? There are places where you can go and, and, and you can pay and you can ride in, in a supersonic jet. I want to do that one time. There are people that I would love to meet. And at my level that I'm at now, I can't do that. So I, I need to raise my level. There are people that I would love to sit down with and go like, ask questions. Talk to them for as long as they'll talk to me. So I can pick their brains. So I can sit there and find out, you know, what they were able to do. I'm I'm 52. I, I gotta I gotta as you know, I gotta put this thing on on like speed to get it done right. Gary V always talks to these young people because a lot of young people like Gary V, and he's like, "You got time? I don't anymore, Gary. If you hear this, I don't. I need to kick it into overdrive, and I realize that, and that's why it's like boom, this like." you know, just the shotgun of energy, you know, uncontrollable all over the place. And that's okay. I've, I've, I've taken my shot and now I need to sit there and, and, and to focus it in. Right. And, and I'm, I'm doing that. That's one of the reasons why, like, you know, I've said on my other shows, I'm, I'm waiting until, 
February to actually start the radio program that I want to start online. I'm waiting because I'm, I need to get organized and doing what I'm doing now. But this show, Tuesday show, is supposed to be about food, about the weight loss journey, right? We, we was going to talk about all the things that we, you know, we need to do in order to get us to from point A, where we are now, to where we want to be, which hopefully for all of us is healthy. So I started it. So tonight I'm sit eating and nobody else is eating. My my daughter and her daughter went to church for a prayer session. My son's asleep. My wife has to work third shift tonight, so she's asleep. My other son is sick as well, so he's in his room. But I sat at that table and every time I took a bite, I put the fork down. Now I didn't have anybody to converse with, so I did other things. But I don't bring my phone to the table anymore because then you're just distracted eating again, right? So I didn't do that. Little things. Start off with the little things. Give me 20%. And then in a, and then in a week, if you can do it, give me 30%. And then in a couple weeks after that, give me 40 or even 50%. And then after that, so what happens is, is that as we build our intensity level in each of the three phases, phase one is food. So 20%, what does 20% represent? Well, Eat right 20% of the time. Eat 20% of what you know you should be eating instead of what you are eating now, right? Wherever your 20% starts, right? Where, you know, for me, it's, you know, tonight, the salmon and broccoli. And not broccoli with cheese. Broccoli. A little bit of salt. A little bit of pepper. My wife marinated it with garlic, and I forgot what else she marinated with. Put it in the air fryer. Delicious salmon. That 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 Ninja air fryer is the bomb. Y'all should get one. Ninja stroke me the check. <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, though, guys. Little steps. Take a bite. Put the fork down. Slow down your eating. Don't eat distracted. Those are the things, 20%. And then we're going to raise it. Maybe I love breakfast, right? I know how to make healthy breakfasts. So, you know, and so that's going to be the meal that I cook for everybody, right? When I, you know, because I can make healthy breakfast for everybody. And, you know, I'm going to try to get up when I'm home on those days before they all have to go to work and make sure that the food is cooked, so they can eat a healthy breakfast and they're not just grabbing something
lunch than dinner. So 20%. So there's seven days. What's 20% of seven, right? 1.4, so one and a half days. So one and a half days, eat everything that you're supposed to eat perfectly. So you know, the perfect meal. Perfect snacks. Boom. And then, like I said, the following week, or maybe it takes you two weeks to raise it up to 30%. That's 2.1 days. So 2.1 days. And you raise it up to 50%, so you're at three and a half days, four days. Listen, I, I only ever want you to get up to five perfect days. And then you have what I call a really, really good day. And that day is when you can go to a restaurant with your spouse, with your friends, whatever. And you can, you know, order anything off the menu. You don't have to worry about it. But the other two meals of the day were perfect, right? Or as close to perfect as can be. And then you have a shit day. Just don't do the shit day at home. Home needs to be that place where you are always going to do healthy. Little. Start little. Start little, guys. So next week, we're going to sit there and, you know, we're going to talk more about this. We're going to, you know, talk hopefully about, you know, my starting point. Not hopefully. We will talk about where my starting point is, where my goals are, where I want to end up at the end of the year. And, you know, somewhere along the line, I, I'm going to share my why. But right now, I'm going to keep it to myself so that the motivation comes in. But, like I said, I am going to share other parts with you um, because... That way I can be held accountable. And I, I'm probably going to eventually start a Patreon account. And then, you know, for the people who support me on Patreon, there's going to be more, you know, behind the scenes stuff. You know, probably pictures and videos and stuff. So phase one, don't even worry about phase two and phase three yet. Phase four is maintenance. So, boom. Don't even worry about phase two or phase three. Phase one is food. Give me 20%. Just eat right. This is proof that I am a bullshitter. Because what I wanted to do an abbreviated show, and I'm, I'm knocking on 45 minutes now. And I'm about done. My throat is just like I'm wanting to cough every other second here. So, guys, I'm, I'm going to end it here today. And I'm going to sit there and say, you know, y'all come back now. Big Dog's Porch. It's been a pleasure. Let's do this. This is our year, our decade. I'll see you next time at Big Dog's Porch.